Hi, I'm DRT. It's Laura. It's Saturday, May 30th. I have a great conversation to bring you. I've had it all week, actually, and I've been meaning to put it out. But this week has been a tough week. Um, I'm sure it's been tough for many of us. I have been just digesting a lot of the ongoings of our country right now. And I wanted to give a virtual hug to all of my sisters out there, particularly our sisters of color and anyone going through a hard time um, sort of digesting all this um, news, racial strife, police brutality, the death of George uh, Floyd, and um, our our brother, runner, Ahmad, who was also killed recently. And the list goes on and on. Um, This is not a political podcast, but I just wanted to acknowledge that there is a lot of hurting going on. And I hope for better days. I hope that um, we can support each other and uh, speak out against injustice. Um, Because, I don't know, that's just the human thing to do. And that's it. I love you guys. Um, I have today this awesome conversation um, that I had with Dr. Emily Jo Stein, who is a fast uh, MDRT mama. She's uh, run Boston, uh, the Boston Marathon multiple times and just has a great attitude um, towards running. I've learned a lot. She's such an inspiration. Um, She's juggling her full-time anesthesia position and her two kids. She's married to another um, physician runner. And, you know, they're just getting through this COVID situation down um, in Maryland. So please enjoy my conversation with Emily. Gets all messed up somehow. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you actually really well now. Okay, good. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. How is your staycation? <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it's been good. It's just like, you know, watching the kids do their Zoom and trying to keep them from killing each other. And it's it's good. I mean, it's good to be home with the kids. So I can't really complain. Yeah. Did you have big plans, Emily, this this week? No, it's unfortunately, like before. well, we were just going to do something locally because it's my husband and I's like 18th anniversary, but, um, we were just going to do something local because we didn't really have childcare. So, so it wasn't anything big that was derailed. So all right, it's been Aww. good. Well, here you are. Well, welcome Dr. Emily. I actually don't know your, or do know your last name, but I, I for, think it was like Stein. Is that right? Yeah. So Stein. legally I'm Stein. Yes. I was like, Emily Stein, I think. Oh, well, um, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're anesthesia, yes? Yes. And you live in Maryland? Is that I right? do. You mm-hmm. do. And yeah, um, <laughs> here we are all quarantined in our I know. various places. How is where you live? Are you in Baltimore? Are you near the city? 
Yeah, so I'm just outside. I'm just north of the city, like in Lutherville, Timonium area. So okay. right outside the city. And it's, I mean, we're pretty, we were pretty good. We actually went into lockdown on the 13th, I think a few days before New York City did. So okay. we That's were hoping, soon. yeah, yeah, we were, and the, our cases weren't that high. So we were hoping the early action curtailed a little bit of, you know, the yeah. surge. And so how's the hospital been? My hospital's actually been pretty good. Um, we're at a kind of a you know county um, a, commu- a community hospital, so we haven't been hit that bad. Um, we you know shut everything down from for elective cases, uh, so we're really running a skeleton crew, kind of like preparing for the surge. Um, but downtown Baltimore, like Hopkins and University of Maryland, they've been, and also a little further south, like in, um, like kind of closer to DC, they've been hit pretty bad. I know like their yeah. beds are limited. Yeah. Um, luckily where we are, we're sort of like, almost like, it's kind of like the country club hospital. So right. <laughs> anyone who's sicker gets sent downtown. So we've sent a bunch of sicker COVID patients downtown to Hopkins and Maryland. So, yeah. So what has your days been like I'm guessing because you do um are you just in the like the main ORs at the hospital or do you do mostly ambulatory cases like what were you normally doing oh we do everything I I mean it was a big OB hospital so we do a lot of obstetrics got it um a lot of GYN a lot of ENT so we do everything we do general OR OB we do we go to a few ASCs yeah which had pretty much slowed down and then it's starting back up again this last week um so we do a little bit of everything so um, in the lockdown, I was guessing you guys um, were like rotating or something like that. Like some of you were off and some of you were covering like the important things that couldn't be couldn't be shut down, like the labor floor or like, I don't know, were you doing like a rapid response, like intubation stuff like if yeah. needed help? Yeah, so we had um, two airway teams. We have an air. We had an airway team for the OR, so that we can remo- reduce the amount of PPE that was being used. So each, so each OR, the same airway team would come in and intubate every patient. So we only had two people that needed like full pappers and ninety five PPEs, um, and then everyone else comes in later after we intubate or extubate it, so they could just be a normal surgical mask and normal normal wear. Um, and then we had um, an airway team that covers the whole, a different airway team that covers the hospital for codes, ICU, ER, and intubate for the rest of the hospital. Got also it. to like reduce PPE usage and also just to make it more efficient to have someone that intubates all the time, go in, get it done and get out. And... Yeah. So were you pretty busy with that or like how, how did the rotation go for you? Um. It wasn't so the OR airway teams was pretty busy because even with like six rooms running for urgent emergency cases, you know, that we had to stagger them, you know, we yeah. couldn't do that. We couldn't start all the room at the same time, right? We just waiting for intubation, extubation kind of created a backlog, but everyone was very understanding. You know, they, they were grateful that they didn't have to be in the room. They didn't have to like, you know, be around the aerosolizing procedure part. Um, the hospital was actually not too bad. I mean, granted, we um it was a 12 hour shift so it was kind of longer than we usually do um and then we sort of split it between four of us um but it wasn't it wasn't horrible it was just sort of strange because usually we have like 30 colleagues anesthesia colleagues running around the hospital we've been running on a skeleton crew of seven or eight of us yeah Um, so it's kind of strange when you go to work it's you know it's a very kind of kind of 
different atmosphere. Everyone's, right. you know, it's like there's not a whole lot of people walking, running around. Yeah. There's like three of us in the lounge and we all have masks on. And I think the whole stress of just going to work when you usually just slap on a mask, put on scrubs, walk in the OR. Now I have like three layers of PPE. Like what did I touch? What did I not touch? Is my locker dirty? Do I have to wash my hands again? Um, it's sort of just the mental note of making sure you take every step, every precautionary step so you don't contaminate yourself. And Absolutely. It's a little I, stressful. I relate to that so much. Going to work is so stressful even though nothing really stressful is going on even now like it's mm-hmm. just you know fraught with stress so much um yeah so many layers of protection so many things and all that kind of stuff so it's yeah um yeah. didn't you post a igg test like did you ever get to the bottom of that are you oh. igg positive like what no i think so my one of my other colleagues also two of them also had the same thing and they're like it's it was just for fun, just because yeah. I, I never really got sick. And some one of my colleagues had a bunch of tests, and he's like, "If you want to take it, take it." So a bunch of my other colleagues had the same thing that, and they were all negative. It was just a little leak over from the positive, and then I, I saw a tiny little band of IgM, like a very faint band. But again, <laughs> You're like, I was Am I sick right now. <laughs> I was like, I was never, you know, I was never sick, and my husband also used it, and he hasn't left the house in like three months. Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Did you ever take like a real blood test just to just to do it? No, I haven't because I feel like I haven't knock on wood really felt any symptoms. Yeah. Um and before actually they actually just I just saw an article, they just actually are starting to test asymptomatic people who want them. But before yeah. it was really it was really hard to get a COVID test. Totally. Um, yeah. in our state. Yeah. Yeah. And how you have two kids, right? Yes. How they do and tell us about your children. Oh, they're, they're actually doing pretty well. They're, you know, they've been distance learning at home in front of their iPad, um, second and fourth grade. Yeah. Um, and they're not stressed out or anything. No, I mean, they're enjoying them. I mean, they miss their friends. They miss school. They miss like, you know, being around their social circles and doing sports. But like, I mean, honestly, like my husband's home, you know, they get breakfast with him. They do their work. They go outside and they play out on the field right next to our house. So, I mean. It's okay. It's okay. Like we're pretty, we're pretty lucky as far as. Right. Right. What does your husband do? And is he working at home now? Yeah. So he's, um, he's an orthopedic surgeon. So he has been, he's a shoulder elbow. So he's pretty much completely elective cases. So ever since March 13th, he's been pretty much seeing patients, um, telemedicine um, telemedicine and then like just like maybe two, three emerge emergence, urgent cases that he's gone in to do. But yeah, is that changing um, soon in your state? Like, what's the situation with? Yeah, so we opened up elective cases, or we were allowed to open up last week. So they're starting to kind of, you know, there's a lot of preparation that goes into allowing elective cases as far as like ration PPE, like how many beds they have available. Right. um, That would determine how many cases they can do and how many patients they can admit. So, I mean, it's just a lot of planning that goes into opening it back up. Yeah. So he'll probably start going back into the hospital more next week, the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Because it has, I mean, is he in private practice or does he work for the hospital? I mean, it's stressful to be a surgeon 
And then, I mean, in terms of like your salary and everything, your income, yeah. like he's literal and, and they love being in the operating room. Like surgeons like to operate. So basically right. doing nothing for two months must seem really weird to him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a um, healthcare system employee. So he works for the hospital slash healthcare system. Um, but he, you know, like he, he loves to operate. That's what he does, but he's also very conscientious. He's like, you know, I can't in good faith bring someone to the OR who I know can wait six months when I know there's like a scarcity of PPE. Like, you right. know, he's just, he's just very like moral about doing the right thing for right. his patients, for the system. So he's, yeah, he's, he's doing pretty, you know, he's enjoying his time at home and making coffee and having breakfast with the kids yeah. and seeing his patients in his office and the, you know, downstairs. So. Yeah. He's your um, stay at home dad for now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's so sweet. Um, we're going to talk about some running. Are you a runner? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny yeah. because I was just listening to um, your podcast with Dr. Milton. Is it? Yes. Yeah. So that's I'm funny. like, yes. I'm, it's perfect timing. I'm like the opposite of her. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I ran a little bit like in high school. I like, I did like figure skating was my big sport and I did like soccer and field hockey and um and then I start I, I in my senior year my soccer coach was like you should really run track we could really use like a sprinter on the track field and I kept saying no 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 and then like my senior year my skating coach moved away and it all kind of fell apart so I'm like oh, I'll just do track I came in last for every single meet except for like one where I came in second to last <laughs> <laughs> so I was always like I'm not a runner I'll just run for like fitness so I'm the exact opposite of Dr. Milton. Yeah. Um, but you do like it. I do. It's, you know, it's like, it's a good intense workout. And I feel like, especially the last couple of years, you know, like in residency and with work, it's really, it's a great stress reliever. It gets you outside and, and you know, it's during residency, it's quick. You get like, you know, 45 minutes, you get a good workout in totally. and you're done. Yeah. That's what I loved about it. It's very efficient. Like exactly. <laughs> it took a couple minutes. So when did you start running marathons? So I started running my first marathon was um during fellowship. I was in Philly. It was 2006. Um, I had ran the cherry blossom the year before my last year in residency, and I really loved it. The yeah. cherry blossom and it was like 10 mile run. Yeah. Um, and then in fellowship, my husband had ran a marathon before. And I was always like, huh, sort of intrigued. And then during fellowship, I was like, well, the Philly Marathon looks sounds pretty amazing. It goes right around my usual course, right around the Schuylkill and up Maniunk. So um, we signed up for that together. Oh, do you guys run together a lot? Um, we used to before we had kids. Now we try to kind of stagger them. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, our first marathon, he it was my first and his second. So I was scared. I was so nervous that I wouldn't finish the race because like, there's no training plan back in 2006. It was like my longest run was like 18, maybe 20 miles and had no idea what I was doing. So yeah. we like ran it together. He like the promised. He'll, yeah, we thought we ran the whole thing together. Like he like promised he'll finish it with me. Like he'll drag me across the finish line if need be. So our big promise was like, we'll finish together. And how was it? Um, <laughs> so if you ask him, he said he'll never run another marathon with me again <laughs> because, um, we were actually apart. I was in Philly and he was in Baltimore finishing up his residency and I was in Philly. So we trained apart 
Um, and he always ran faster. He's a sprinter. So he always ran faster than me at the beginning. And then like around mile 20-ish, like he starts slowing down and I was doing fine. Um, so like, I was like, you know, my first marathon, I was just nervous about finishing and I was feeling so good. I like, I was like, Oh, come on. You're doing great. Like trying to cheer him on. Um, yeah. apparently at some point I started running backwards to like, get him to come up, like to yeah, you pull were, along. I love it. I love um, that you were like killing it and he was and then, like, <laughs> I was like fast walking and he's like, he, like, he was like, just leave, just leave me. I'm like, no, no, we're going to finish it together. And he's like, no, I want you to go. You're annoying me. <laughs> so like, I was trying to like slow myself down so we could finish together. And he's like, that's it. We're never running another marathon again together. So. <laughs> You destroyed him, Emily. Like you could have. Uh... Well, but now he's like faster than me, so yeah. it was well, just funny. That is really, really funny. Like the mood you can get in in the last couple of miles is it can be. You know, you could have some pretty dark, dark days, dark times in those last couple of miles. Sounds like he was having those. That, right. That yeah. So then, I mean, you had some kids in the middle of all that. Um, did you run like during your pregnancy, during those early times, like, you know, as an attending and with kids and stuff? Yeah. So um, I ran throughout my pregnancy. I ran until actually with my first pregnancy, I ran up until the night before I went to labor. Um, nice. And as a C. And then with my second one, I started having a lot of like pelvic pain, like pressure. So I stopped running maybe like into the second trimester. Um, but my first marathon back was about 10 months after I had my, my son. Yeah. And, um, and that was fine. Yeah. You were able to train. Oh my gosh. You really, I mean, you sound like you, how many marathons have you done? Cause it sounds like you really um, enjoy them a lot. I don't know. It's probably like. 10 or 11 or something like that I don't, mm -hmm. I don't remember yeah when did you st start doing like the like New York and the major ones because I've met you twice I know you did at least eight but 2018 and 19 is that right yeah my first New York was 2015 and then I did uh, what did I do I just 2015 was my first New York and I did it again in 18 and 19 yeah you're totally right yeah yeah because I remember because then I feel like you're, you, I mean, I don't know if this was always the case. You were kind of the queen of the back-to-back -back marathon. Like you do, you did like. Oh, I um, did one back-to-back. -back. Okay. Marine Corps, right? And then, yeah. and then New York. And that, yeah. that was not this year. That was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It was, that was in 2018. Yeah. And then one of them was your PR marathon was it the Marine Corps yeah the Marine Corps was my PR and then yeah tell me about that because you you I think the story was you didn't even really train well for it but you just felt good during it yeah it was really strange it was um well I kind of like it was like through the years like from having kids I had a p nice PR before right before the kids and I always wanted to like revisit break yeah break the PR yeah and what was the that kids, just it was in it was in Dallas. It was two thousand and eight in Dallas. It was like a three twenty one, mm -hmm. and um, it was like perfect weather, whatever. And then I ran to Chicago. It was like eighty nine degrees. <laughs> Didn't get a PR there. And then I ran to New York. And every like year, like my time would get slower and slower. And then I was like thirty nine, forty. I'm like, all right, this is obviously a sign that I'm not. I'm going in the, the reverse direction. It's not going to happen. So every year it got slower. Yeah. And then um. And then what happened? Oh, and then the Marine Corps, I was like, 
you know, whatever. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna train like three days. I like I think I ran three days a week, three or four days a week. <laughs> um, and because I was like, I'm not gonna get a PR. Everything's just sort of going downhill. And then I'll just train whatever to not not get not get hurt. And um, and I had a cold. I remember I had a cold because I was thinking about taking Mucinex before. And I don't know what happened, but I think it was the vapor flies. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Was um, that the first time you wore Vaporflies? For no, I wore it like eight months before in Boston during that Boston monsoon, oh, like oh, the yeah. 2018 Boston. And <laughs> no that one was, was going to get a PR there. <laughs> well, a couple of our, you know, oh, that's right. Julie did. <laughs> friends did. Yeah. So, yeah, it was that race. I was like, oh, well, you know, there were some, you know, some women that were like around, you know, our, our my age, like, julie and valerie and they ran like amazing races i'm like well maybe yeah um and then so in 2000 that boston marathon actually was kind of like made me a little bit more like i was a little more inspired because i was like oh i ran like a little bit better than i did the other times even though the weather sucked yeah how'd you do in boston in boston that year i got a 330 yeah because I was like going down, I was in like 335, 336, 337. And then in Boston, I got a 330. And that 330 weather. in that condition? Oh my gosh, Emily. Again, I had like, I had the va- I had the 4% on. So I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe you have shoes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I wore, I had the other, four, the flight in um, Marine Corps and actually pulled off, um, pulled off a PR. I was pretty shocked I wasn't yeah, I wasn't feel? expecting it at all yeah how did you like did you pace yourself or you just kind of just ran by feel? no not really I kind of just ran by feel and um yeah you had no plan <laughs> I had no plan at all I was I remember like I looked down I'm like god I'm going out way too fast, too fast. I'm like this is gonna kill me at the end but it was fine yeah yeah what was it th- like high teens, right? It was um, like 317. 317. Oh my God, Emily. That's amazing. So, how did it feel? Uh, How's the la- how was the last couple miles? I'm trying to remember. I think it was, I mean, it was fine until that, the really end of the Marine Corps was all uphill to the yeah. finish line. I remember that was painful. But I mean, it was, it was such a nice, like inspiring race. Like every, every part of the course is like lined by like Marines. And it was just a very nice patriotic race. So like it gave me something else to think about other than just the pain of it all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you knew you were running New York in a week isn't that is that right like was it a week or two weeks it was a seven days it, it was, was seven uh, days yeah <laughs> yeah I was I was it probably was not a good idea to do like I you know got taught my husband was doing it so he's like I was like well if he could do it I could do it of course he wasn't limping around after the Marine Corps um I remember like in New York City like I remember going into New York City we were walking to dinner and I, I literally couldn't even walk because my I have like um I have a pretty bad uh, posterior, posterior tibial tendonitis. Yeah. Um, even from before Marine Corps. And then on, on top of that, I had a little bit of Achilles tendonitis. And then after Marine Corps, um, that whole week, it got a little bit better. But like Friday, Saturday, when I was in New York City, I couldn't really walk around too well. <laughs> and I remember like telling my husband, I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I really don't think it's a good idea for me to run tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. And he's usually so conservative. I'm like, well, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just run it and I can't, I'll just walk or I'll just drop out or whatever. Yeah. But of course, like once you start running and the adrenaline kicks in and it was such a beautiful day. It was a great you know. day. I think we met, you came to the brunch that day, I think, like straight from your car. Or, or like you oh, drove yes. up. 
yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Like you came right up, but, um, yeah. And it was a beautiful day and you, you were both running it. Right. Your, who was watching your kids? Um, who was watching my kids? Probably my in-laws because I live in Jersey. Okay. I think, I think it was my, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was my in-laws. Okay. Um, and how did, how was running a marathon seven days after you ran a marathon? Oh, so, <laughs> um, you know, so didn't die because we're talking right now. Right. Surprisingly, my time was the exact same as the 2015 New York City marathon. Um, yeah, the t- I, somehow the time was like within like five seconds from when I didn't run a marathon seven days earlier. Wow. But I can tell you, like, it was. I think it was just me, like my bad tendons, like literally I could, I couldn't run for like three months afterwards because, um, had an MRI had like partial fraying and tear, tear of like the posterior tibial tendon and the Achilles tendon. And then the radiologist called me back and wanted to do MRI of my thigh, which showed like quad, like tear. <laughs> She's like, what did you do? She's like, it looked like, like a bomb a exploded in your joints. Uh, so probably wasn't a good idea yeah um so you literally you had to shut it down for a little bit after that yeah I didn't start training for Boston until maybe like beginning of February okay yeah I remember (laughs) I remember that you started um you started with us even though like in wave two, like way oh, in the back. Yeah. Right, that's right. Even though you had a wave one bib, you should have been way up with everyone else. You're like, I'm just gonna see what happens. <laughs> that's right. We got those nice pictures at the at the start line. Yeah, yes. And then I think you and um Stephanie met up somewhere in the middle, or she, there's some picture of you and Stephanie. Yeah, that was so fun. So I ran with you guys at the beginning and then I and then Claire and I ran maybe yes. like 10 miles together oh nice so all of our pictures were the two of us and then I yes. met up with Stephanie right before Heartbreak Hill yeah um and then yeah so we had a bunch of pictures together I had a bunch of pictures with Stephanie too it was so fun I kept like it's running funny. into people on the course yeah 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 and you didn't die like I did well I was way in the back so, so. <laughs> no I'm sure you did great it was hard because like um, at some point towards the, the end, the sun came out and it was yes. like a million degrees. It was. It it got really really hot at the very end, and yeah. then and then it rained and it was like I don't know. It, it got it got weird at the end too. So right, yeah. Or maybe maybe all right. I'm remembering it wrong, but anyway, yeah. It was super duper hot, and I was like dying. No, you're <laughs> totally right. It rained. It got really hot, and then it rained. Yeah, like a, too. It was almost really like a really thunderstorm really. type, like a quick thunderstorm or yeah. something. But yeah, it was it was not my best day, but whatever. So, <laughs> what did you have planned this year? Because because then you did New York again. Just you just did one one marathon this last fall. Is that right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which yeah, was I, New, York. New York. And how did yeah. that go again? New York was amazing. Like. You know, like I, after 2015, I'm like, I'm done with New York. It's great. It was an amazing race, but it was like, it was a lot of work to get to the start line. So much work. There's so much work. I know. I, was, I thought I was done. And then like, yeah, so I ran it again because I didn't think I would ever qualify for New York, but then I did with, I used the Marine Corps time. I'm like, well, if I qualify, I really should run because I'll never qualify again. And that was the re- only reason I really ran New York again. Um, but it went really well. It was, you know, it was such a beautiful day that day. It was like perfect running weather. Yeah. Um, New York is the opposite of Boston where Boston like has 
terrible weather. Every Boston, there's something wrong with the weather. Whereas like New York Marathon, every day that day, it's like perfect. Yeah. It's like sunny and 40 degrees and um, no wind. <laughs> exactly. It's it's usually, or it's like cloudy and 50 degrees. So anyway, yeah, usually mm-hmm. nice weather. Um, did you have, after that, were you planning to run another one in the spring? I can't remember. Um, you- well, the boss, I was planning on running Boston in April. Yeah. That- got, got thwarted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then you and your husband decided to write a marathon. Didn't you? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It was um, Boston Monday. It was Boston Sunday, the Sunday before Boston Monday. So what did you like? Because you didn't even train like, you know, Boston was canceled or postponed. Right. And so it sounded like you, like many of us, decided like, okay, well, I'm just not going to do my long runs. I'm just going to keep on running. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what happened? Because like, it didn't sound like you were doing long runs, right? I was so excited. I'm like, oh, I'm off the hook. I like, I can stop my long runs. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I think I saw. I can't remember. I saw someone had done like a Boston marathon run that weekend. I think it was one of the MR- MDRTs and this yeah. other Boston group I was in. Like, they were doing their Boston runs. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? We have nothing else to do. I'm like, I asked my husband. I'm like, do you want to run a marathon with me on Sunday <laughs> around the neighborhood? And he's, he's training for an ultra. So he's like, he had to run like 20 miles anyway. So he's like, oh yeah, sure. Oh my and then God. like, we just you started enabling each other. You guys are nuts. Oh my God. My, our yeah. neighbors are probably like, what is wrong with you guys? Our so neighborhood's did, only like, you know, it's a, it's like one mile out, one mile back. Did you carry your, cause it looked like he was carrying stuff. Did you make him carry everything? Like all your Oh no, we, um, no, we, uh, we both carried like, the, um, the vapor how the, the okay uh, yeah pack. that's a nice pack yeah I lost it at the last like two miles I'm like I'm done with this I like took <laughs> it off and ran without it right 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 uh and your kids came out and spectated and yeah yeah cheered a little bit yeah we had a babysitter and she like watched the kids for like three hours and yeah she was probably like this crazy couple <laughs> out <laughs> running did you guys run the whole thing together no, no. He, um, again, like our neighborhood's really hilly. So at a certain point after like mile 20 or something like that, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run around the, the parking lot. Right. And do the flat part because I just couldn't do, I couldn't do the hills anymore. So he, yeah. we split up and then we kind of ran the last mile together again. <laughs> That's amazing though. I, so, he, so he's faster, people... he's faster than me now. So like when I finished my marathon, he was like on mile 27, Oh, wow. So, so we split up and he did like, you know, he lapped me by, by like a mile. So we finished. I did a marathon. He did like a marathon plus one and a half miles. I know. But you and you also did it without really training for it. And it was like, I don't know, 330 something. So I'm like, OK, <laughs> I don't know if I could do that, especially if there's not five billion people cheering. It was it was painful. I would definitely not recommend doing that. And I definitely am not doing that again. <laughs> it's definitely not as much fun as New York City. I can say that. Yeah, there's no bridges and no like 3 million people cheering. Exactly. So, but you did it. So yeah. congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, well, for the fall, are you thinking they're going to be canceled? So you're not going to train or what? Because Boston, um, in theory, yeah. did you take your money back or did you say you'd run it? If I they... deferred. I said I'd run it. But like just now looking looking forward, I'm like, even if it were to happen, I'm I'm not going to run it. It's just yeah. 
you know, I can't really just, I mean, unless there's some sort of miracle that happens. We have yeah, like, like we all have, have, or we have like something, early right. treatment or whatnot. But I mean, even, even if not for the people, even if not getting myself sick, like I'm in a high risk, you know, job right. and I'm yeah. exposed every time I go to work, I can't justifiably expose everyone else on the course to my badness. So yeah, no, I hear you. So you're just training for life. I don't, I, I guess you, did you sign up for New York again? I did. I signed up for the um the is it the fiftieth anniversary? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, you know, they're not gonna have that. I, I mean, I hate right. to burst everyone's bubble like listening, but no, it's just the reality. It is of, the reality. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's so sad, but uh, it is what it is. So, what is your like routine? Because it sounded like you were just running like three or four days a week for training. Do you really just run three or four days a week, or do you run every day? I, well, when I was training for the, the last cycle of marathon, I used the um, run less, the run faster. faster book, which was only three days a week. Yeah. Um, so I really liked it. Um, yeah. Because I didn't get hurt. That was on. That was one of my main goals is just to not get hurt like I did back in 2018. Yeah. Um, and then this, so for fall, for the Boston, for this past April, I um, actually, I joined a, a running group with a sort of a coach. Oh. And he made me, I ran like five days a week. Um, we were up to like high fifties as far as miles per week. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't Did know how like I kind of liked it in like a, like a sadistical kind of way. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that was really tough. That really, you know, kicked the crap out of me. Yeah. But I don't know how sustainable it is for me because just because I don't know how well my body would have held up. I mean, I guess it was okay. Yeah, but definitely not something I don't think I can sustain for like long term training. I might try it again for one of the cycle, but I think I'm really going to try to use the next couple of months after Emmy's race, virtual race. After this, I think I'm really going to take some time off from running, just to rehab my um, ankle because it's still not a hundred percent. Yeah, I have an ankle problem too. (laughs) It must be nice to be married to an orthopedist, though. Although he does like the upper body, are you always like, can you diagnose me? Like, what's going on? No, I don't let him touch my ankle. He only does. <laughs> he only does the left shoulder and the right elbow. So he's very specialized. I'm like, <laughs> but he has fr- he has he's got other ortho friends that can right you know, that can help, help you out exactly. Yeah. No, sorry. So, what race are you uh, running for our um, the MDRT virtual race? I'm just gonna do the 5K. Something that ooh, that's fun. That's yeah. scary. That sounds scary to me though. Are you trying to yeah. are you trying to get some speed going? No, not at all. <laughs> I just wanted to run something that I could like do like kind of on the spur of the moment because yeah, I don't want to train for anything right now. And the kids are going to run one mile. So I was like, oh, I'll do a 5k yeah, yeah, with yeah. you guys. And yeah, no, no, totally. Um, have you run like, do you like shorter distances too? Just like for races, like normal races? Um, I've, I don't know. I like, I feel like I've run two 5ks and Every time I run a 5K, it gets so, I feel like they're harder. Like I I get so uncomfortable, like because you're pushing yourself so hard at the end where like you can't breathe, your chest pressure, you feel like you're going to throw up. I feel like with a marathon, it's like controlled madness, right? Yeah. Over the long term, it's much more controlled. Um, But yeah, it's completely different, but it's fun to mix it up. It is fun to mix it up. But I just hate those short distances it's like you're gonna pass out like my body's going crazy I just don't know how to run fast like for short periods of time but I guess that's your track background like what did you run 
um, in high school that you lost all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I I barely even remember the name of them because I only did it like one senior like spring. I ran the um, four by 100 relay and then 100 and 200 meter like dash, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Just run 100 and 200 meters. Yeah. Yeah, that's sprinting. Oh my gosh. That is like. Yeah, it was not pretty. So (laughs) I don't think it's my thing. (laughs) Well, yeah, those, I mean, they, those people are super duper fast. It was like crazy fast. Right. Those guys. So did you um, run in college too afterwards or just for fitness or no? Just for fit, just for fitness. Like my, um, my roommate was a, she was on the track team. So sometimes I would like run with her kind of like, you know, go out for a workout with her, but I mostly just ran for fitness until, yeah, until like in fellowship or residency fellowship when I started doing like the little races. Yeah. Did you meet your, when did you meet your husband and what's his, what's his name again? I'm sorry. Jason. Jason, um, when, did, when did you miss? Because he's a, like, he, <laughs> he feeds the fire because you both are runners and you both must be like, yeah, run a marathon, run a 50K, like, do this, do that. <laughs> exactly. Very dangerous. Um, he, we, we met in uh, medical school. Oh, so sweet. So, yeah. Yeah. Was he a runner first or, like, like separately? Yeah. So yeah. we, um, one of our first dates was, like, we went running together. Um, along the Houston Bayou, but um, yeah. So he ran his marathon, his his first marathon, um, in med school. Yeah. Um, again, he like he didn't even know how long the marathon was. He like showed up <laughs> like at the marathon, like running five miles was his longest run. He's like, how long Shut is this? He's like, his friend like talked him into it. And he's like, how long is this race? <laughs> he was in a cotton tee, no, oh, no. gel, no. He probably is like bleeding, like nipples bleeding through his shirt. Oh, yeah. like, oh, <laughs> terrible. So yeah. what um, ultra marathon is he or was he training for? Like, what is he thinking of doing? And um, how's that? He doing? did. He did. Uh, he did the Marine Corps 50K in the fall. That was their inaugural 50K. The Marine oh, Corps. was and it at he... the same time as the the Marine Corps marathon or like, on a yeah. Separate day. yeah, it was at the same time. They just split off for like, you know, an extra couple of miles at the beginning and then they met up again. Okay. Um, and then he, How was that? he, it was good. I think it was raining really hard, but he said it was good. Like he's, his training's really gone, gone really well. So, yeah. um, and then he was training for the hat run this spring and that of course got canceled. Yeah. Um, How far is that? At 50 K as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. It sounds like, is he going to maybe go longer? He wants to eventually do the, uh, the JFK 50 miler. Okay. Um, I don't know when, I I think it's in the fall, but I think that's sort of his, well, his long-term goal is he wants to qualify for Boston. That's like his, that's like his unicorn. Yeah. Um, Because his wife has. (laughs) Right. Because he's seen it so many times and, you know, he went, he came from a place where he was like, I'm never going to qualify because he was like, you know, running for men. He was running at a time where it's like, you know, an hour. And then like this last two years, he, his training, like he's really, I mean, done an amazing job and wow, he's down to like that. a, he's down to like a 308 now. And then like with yeah. the 44 going to 45 year old, we were hoping that this fall he could have caught the tail end of the 44 group. Yeah. But then, but then this happened. So, yeah. Well, it is. I mean, so for, What's the time for 45 and up, though? Isn't it like 310 or 315 or something like that? I think it was 310, yeah. Unless okay. they change it again. Like, you know, oh, wait, well, but <laughs> I mean, he's going to get it. Like, because, you know, 
he's just so close. Yeah, I think I think he will. I just we just have to have races. Yeah, and then you guys could run to well, you don't have to run together, run together, but you'll be in the same Boston Marathon. How special! Right? Is that? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I cannot wait. I mean, that's gonna be amazing. Oh, that's so sweet. You speedy runners. So, do you guys make speedy children? Like, are your children at all interested <laughs> in running? You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like, actually, they like we've taken them out to run a lot these last couple of months. Um, my yeah. son runs um with school a lot they have they don't have track at this age but um he runs a lot of school and he's they've both done a couple of 5ks um and they've done really well yeah what what are they into i know they do music because (laughs) (laughs) i watch your facebook and uh, i love hearing the the violin she's so cute Hold on, she plays piano and violin though. She's yeah, she does. She's been playing the piano longer. The violin yeah. she just picked up. And my husband's like, oh my gosh, the violin's so hard it's to like listen so to hard. at the beginning. Like she tries so hard and it's so squeaky. So squeaky. I mean, honestly, you can't like it's barely list like you can't listen to it for like the first four years of it. It's like, <laughs> like it's many years of like being out of tune and squeaky. Like oh. it, it's it's quite. I can I can bear like just now after eight years listen to her practice. So. Oh my god! No, your kids are like amazing. Like no, it's just the well the middle one, but um and yeah and the piano is like you can listen to because it's always in tune i mean it's right, always, exactly <laughs> it doesn't have to be i don't pretty but it's always in tune exactly but, but do they play sports and besides their running sounds like yeah so um they're they both do karate um and they both do lacrosse and they both do soccer yeah um, and do they lacrosse. get along? do they get along these days um well they haven't killed each other yet but uh-huh. they get along as well as like any brother and sister two years apart they love poking each other's buttons and like it's totally yeah yeah it's hard I mean being lots of fighting <sighs> and it's unfortunate it's like they're their only playmates right now it's right. like <laughs> yeah only their good days are bad days and they I mean they still like you can tell they like look out for each other and like they, you know they try to like help when one's in trouble they try to like talk us down and so yeah it's, it's, it's very sweet yeah what is your child care strategy if your husband goes back to work are you just gonna like alternate or like what do you Cause... yeah for, we're still we're still working on that like for now we're trying to figure out child care I mean I would like he has a, his mom is in Jersey so she's sort of free she would just need a quarantine for two weeks before coming and but then again like I don't want really want to expose her either because we're gonna be yeah. at the hospital so we're still middle figuring, yeah. we're still middle figuring that out I mean maybe yeah. with our schedule it'll work out because I think medicine's gonna change a little bit as far as now we know a lot of patients can be seen via telemedicine um yeah so yeah we're still working that out yeah because I'm guessing all your camps or whatnot are oh yeah like, there's the yeah there's they're, no they're way the kids are going to camp yeah. <laughs> so it's just going to be home, home stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you planning? I don't know. Some people are like planning some road trips or like going to a cabin or something like that. Have you thought about we that were at all? Thinking or? about like in August, but um, again, yeah. we just, 
like we already canceled like our ski trip you know in March so we're sort of like sitting and waiting to see what happens in the next couple of months um you know there are quite a few beaches around here so we really wanted to and felt like it was safe by August we might do like like a kind of a beach week um yeah but again you know everything's so up in the air you just hate to like make plans and then have everything change and no totally um it's so it's so hard it's such a hard time to like figure things out it's like the summer and all this other stuff and it's a fourth grader um it's not like graduation or anything right like you have one more year yeah we have one more year for lower school so they're both like not at the not at the end of their that at their school so i'm not at the like at last year at their school so it's yeah it's not we're not we're not missing a big ceremony or anything yeah it's hard oh my gosh i couldn't imagine all the seniors oh my god yeah seniors or like people there's no graduation it's just like okay go Mm -hmm. go away (laughs) and the and the future is just so uncertain so yeah even starting new school is like are we starting school like what's going on (laughs) exactly like come september who knows yeah so what so what is your like work schedule now like you're off today yes or you're off this week yeah i guess and then going forward it's is it's gonna be five days a week or you have days off or um i have no idea because like it like every week it changes before we were i think we were operating at like 40 percent capacity or maybe 30 and now yeah. it looks like everyone but like a couple of people are back into the into the pool okay. we have a couple of people that are older a couple of people that have medical issues so they're staying out out of okay. our pool so uh, yeah usually i work five days a week um unless post call um so I think I think it's probably going to be going back to normal once I go back next week. All right, including OB call. Yeah, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, we do a lot of OB there. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I remember. Didn't you run a marathon and go right back? Not only did oh, you yeah. not take the day off, you ran a marathon and took OB call like that night, oh, like five hours after you ran a marathon. Is yeah, that, yeah, that was um, that was the last New York right? New York marathon. I was um, what so, what possessed you <laughs> to so, not change the call schedule? Right, yeah, exactly. It was Sunday, yep. right? It was Sunday. You ran the marathon. You took the train back, and then like seven o'clock on yeah. marathon day, you were working. So our call schedule comes yeah. out like there's, I think like twenty something thirty of us. So our call schedule comes out like a year and a half in advance. So by time, like I signed up for the New York City Marathon, like our call schedule was already made. And then to have someone switch, especially a night call with me, it like, you know, it was like pre-call, post-call, number one, number two, number three out. It's, 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 it's going to, it's going to screw up someone else's schedule. So I'm like, it's doable. You know, I don't have to go until 1045 PM. And then I'm like, if I finish by this time, I take a train back. Even if I get delayed by three or four hours, I'll still make it there in time. And then I had one of my friends was going to be my backup person in case I die and don't make it back to, 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 yeah. to Maryland. We're like literally can't right, even exactly. stand up afterwards. And in the hospital, could she take my call for me? So it was just like the way our schedule was. I had to make it happen. Oh my gosh, you are so MDRT. You're so like badass. Like it's gonna be fine. Like it's all fine. Like this is a normal plan. Well, 
marathon that New York City marathon that year was because I was staying with my sister and brother-in-law who lived on First Avenue but they were on the east side of First Avenue like on the other side of the marathon course so I walked through Central Park yeah I walked up like I don't know 40 blocks and I crossed over to First Avenue and then I realized to get to their apartment I had to cross the marathon course, but it was barricaded with metal fence. <laughs> and I had to train oh to catch in like three hours. And I was like, oh my God. And <sighs> so the police was there and I'm like, I just need to get to that door right there. I can see it. And he's like, yeah. uh, he's like, the only place you can cross is going all the way back down to like the 50th or 40 something street, wherever that bridge was. And then cross over there and come all the yeah. way back up to the 80th. And I like literally... You're like, I just ran a marathon, I I dude. Like, I literally was about to like run. Um, but so how'd you do it? Did you no, like, so jump he, the so I like and did like, my like sad face, and I was just like about to cry. And he like he's like, you know what? He's like, he's like, you know what? I'll just. I thought he was gonna open the gate and let me through. He's like, oh, you know what? I'll just run cover for you. So he basically like shielded me. He like opened up the gate, and then he like walkie talkie the police on the yeah. other side to open up the other like barricade. And he like ran Aww. with me through like the course, dodging people. People they were yeah. He was. They were so nice. Like the police, they were so nice. Oh, <laughs> so funny. You're like I'm a doctor. I, <laughs> I was like I just walked like. <laughs> 20 blocks across the park i'm like there's no way i can walk down to the 40th and back i have no idea how did you do that it's like you're because i mean even just getting out of that area takes is like a mile walk and then i know where you are you're on the west side and then you have to walk you know across the park right so there was this there's this one path in the park if you go up like in 60th street or something it goes it's a street and there's a sidewalk and it goes underneath the park i think right yeah yeah, so I yes, just, yes. a bunch of people, yep, yep exactly, so I took crossover. that yeah. under and so, crossed the park that way. Got it. Yeah, but that's still a long, I mean, you must, that oh, yeah. is like took a three for, mile walk, forever. four mile walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And then you took a shower and then you got. Basically a yeah, shower, train. jumped in like an Uber, which of course was stuck because we were on the wrong side of First Ave. Right. But I did, I did make it to the right. train, made it back in time. Thank goodness. That's, that's crazy. You're crazy. It was all worth yeah, it, it was though, right? It was completely dumb luck that everything worked out perfectly. And I mean, it made it that much more fun, right? Like, Yeah, that was true. How was your call that night? Did you deliver oh, I'm any sure we did. <laughs> I'm sure there were like a few sections too, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was not, not it nothing, was fine. nothing disastrous. Like yeah, it was totally fine. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, you're like really running on adrenaline crazy. from like the marathon, like you know, a, you know, a couple hours ago. So like, it was. I'm like, I'm like not a night. I'm like a night owl anyway. So it was totally fine. Yeah, it it is true that people. You know, I don't sleep mm-hmm. well the night after a marathon anyway. So it's like, um, are you planning like? doing more majors are there any like bucket list like marathons because it seems like i mean it seems like you like new yeah. york and boston but so we were um, are there other yeah, ones so that we really wanna... remember we i think we we talked about i'm pretty sure it was you we talked we, we emailed about was it berlin or tokyo yeah so those like well 
I kind of want to do a bunch like you know the world majors eventually exactly that's what we're looking at too like we want to do Tokyo Berlin and London um yeah so did you sign up on the Wanda like um or the Abbott website have you ever signed up on there like this the world major Abbott site no we haven't no I haven't signed up yet no yeah you should because um you know, it, once you register with them that you like, you know, cause they're the central body that like, you know, gives out mm-hmm. those six stars, um, those six. And once you're registering them, you're sort of on mm-hmm. their radar. And if you're running fast times and mm-hmm. you're over 40, um, that's how you get free, not free entry, but you get invited to these championship race, quote unquote championship uh-huh. races, which it was supposed to be in London. And my, my time, which is slower than your time, um, qualified me to uh run oh, London. Awesome. so like put your name yeah register your name on it because the next time they have it um you're going to be invited to run wherever they're going to do it but um this year it was London but London didn't oh. happen and so now we're trying to figure out what's going to happen but um and do your, your husband too even though like he feels like you know he hasn't even gotten his like Boston thing together he like everyone should sign up on that thing because we don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Like they, they, out of the blue, like I had registered, they had sent me this email. They're like, your time at this race qualified that you to run London. That is awesome. I'm like, what? London is like the hardest one to get. Yeah. That's, that's... It is. It's the hardest one to get into. And I didn't even, and like no one knew, like it's not like uh-huh. published or like there's not some time, like they have some secret time or secret something going on. So some of us got like this this weird email that, oh I like, do remember you know, I do remember seeing that I think I remember seeing that on um on MDRT yeah like um Libby got invited and she had a fast time but then Stephanie and Lynn and myself like got these emails oh, like out awesome. of the blue that our times you know but you run faster time so like and all you have to be is over 40 to like to be invited That's so anyway. so do you get to defer it now that it was canceled do you get to defer to the following year well, the problem is we we are running this championship race in mm-hmm. 2020, and it happens to be in London. So they, uh, we didn't get to defer it to the next year's London because so they said, you know, they're planning to run London in October. So th- you either get your money back or you have to run gotcha. in in October. So I think so we I think we just deferred it. But like, I think they're going to ultimately say that London's canceled. And then in that case, I don't know what's right. going to happen. <laughs> but like every year in theory, because it's mm-hmm. the first year they're having it, they're going to have mm-hmm. this over 40, like mm-hmm. different age groups um, at different world majors, whether it's like Tokyo or Berlin or like they're going to change the um, the race up. Oh, that's year. awesome. So, anyway, know. Sign Thank up you for, for that. That's awesome. And, yeah, like we can all like meet up at these these old person races. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh my god, I can't even imagine like Tokyo and like you know London. I know. I mean, I think traveling just like a couple hours is like a hard thing. Like I couldn't imagine going across the world. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like the time. That's difference yeah, that's true. Kind of screwing that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever thought of like something like CIM or like any other um, marathons in the United States or, um, you know, not really like, um, yeah, I wanted to do, <laughs> I wanted to do a Disney marathon just because I thought it'd be really yeah. fun. Um, 
and like my husband, I wanted him to do like the wine glass or like the tunnel marathon because I thought it'd be a good course for him to like BQ on. But um, I kind of right. also want to do like a small, like a like you know, like a local like Rehoboth or Delaware marathon. Just to, my husband's saying it's a, it's a totally different <laughs> feel. Like he's like it's so so easy. You totally like get out of your car. Yeah. You're at the start line. There's no like big hoopla about like getting to the start line. But I don't know. I really like. I feel like that's a- I really love like New York and Boston. Like it's just the crowd and like that whole like you know the whole ha- atmosphere and like you know, the fans and everything. It's just like, I think, I felt like you've already been spoiled once you've run one of those big races, but maybe it's a different feel. Maybe it's a completely different feel. Yeah. No, you're right. Like I have never done one of those races where you're basically running by yourself. (laughs) Well, you know, what's so funny. So I don't know if other people have this, like speaking of running by yourself, like ever since my, actually ever since before my first marathon, and I still continue to have these dreams that, I would be running a marathon and then I would get lost because I'm just running and following this yellow line. And then I would get lost and I wouldn't know if I did extra length and it would screw my time up. And sometimes these lines, the course goes into buildings and it goes into food courts. And I'm like, why are all these people eating like in the middle of their marathon? This is going to screw up their time. And and then that would be like some place where I cross over and I'm like, do I cross? Am I, am I, am I missing? Am I adding like distance to my course? Like I would have these repetitive dream of being alone on a course and not knowing where to go. Yeah. That's hysterical. That's so funny that the, the, those are the type of like Yeah. And like 10 years later, I still have the same <laughs> nightmare. And it's never happened because I've always run like really big marathons where you're not getting lost. So. Right. That's so funny. Well, you know, the second you sign up for one of these small marathons, like that's what's going to happen. You're like going to go off course. You'd be like, where is the marathon? Like, what is Where's going my yellow on? tape on the ground? Yeah, like that's really, really funny. Yeah. Well, in this day and age, it seems like doing a small race is yeah. the only like choice that we have logistically in the fall. I bet there'll be smaller races like. I don't think New York City Roadrunners are going to have any races anytime soon or anything like that. But we shall see. We yeah. I hope so. But we'll yeah. just have but to see. But at the end, everyone's healthy and you're able to run. I mean, like, what else? What else could I ask? That's right. For, right. I mean, I know. Kind of put things in perspective. Thank God. No, it's true. Like, um, I haven't been to the gym and like, I haven't, you know, you know, people who have different mm-hmm. hobbies, what you know they can't really do right. them or it's it's hard if you like want to play basketball with someone you can't really right. do that unless they're in your family mm-hmm. so at least for runners <laughs> we can just go on a run exactly. are people running with uh, masks on where you live or um, i have not so i i my neighborhood only has like I don't know, 12 people here. So no one here is really running with a mask, but there's so few of us that we don't really come into each other. Like, yeah, we can avoid each other. Um, I actually ran around my hospital to one of the colleges nearby, which which has been closed for a while. And I carry a mask with me when I do that in case I come across anyone. And it's, and it's, um, and I haven't seen a whole lot of other people running with masks, but I do when I'm out in the, when I'm outside my neighborhood. Uh, but it's really hard, yeah. like hard That's to breathe. So hard. It is really, 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 really hard. Um, you know, in New York, we, you know, you basically are running 
you know, we run into each other mm-hmm. all the time. So I have to run with a mask on, but I keep it off my mouth until I, you know, pass up or, or someone passes me or I right, get exactly. Someone, so, yeah. but you basically get shamed on a, like, you know, daily basis. If you don't have, a- <laughs> it's like people yell at you on the street. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I tell like my son who doesn't like mm-hmm. to wear a mask, obviously like who's, you know, teenagers not going to want to wear a mask, whether they're running mm-hmm. or not. But I'm like, people are going to yell at you on the street. And he's like, okay. So he's take like a bandana or he mm-hmm. takes like a mask or something but this I is our know. life and... well it's crazy like you know <laughs> like two months ago people would shame you if you were wearing a mask like you know totally and it's completely turned 180 but it, i mean it's almost good that they're so cognizant and so aware of it in the city that there's that type of mentality so yeah I mean, it's almost too much, but like, you're right. Like this city is pretty traumatized. So like, I try to do it out of respect. It's it's usually like some, you know, rickety old woman Uh or man, like, you know, just being, you know, very grumpy and yelling at people on the street, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. You know, like, (laughs) let's just, you know, I'm sure they're traumatized for being Uh, inside for two months and they want to get some sun and like, they want to see everyone Mm -hmm. wearing masks. So let's just all wear masks. All right, Emily. I will let you go. It's been a whole oh, wow. hour. Well, I just want to say it's thank you because, oh, like, you know, your podcast, like, throughout this whole, even before the quarantine, but throughout the quarantine, like, it's really kind of kept um kept us in touch with each other. And like, whenever I hear the song come on, like your little happy jingle before your podcast, <laughs> it's like it's like path locked on. I like automatically get a little bit more cheerful, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna listen to another conversation. So it's thank you for doing this because it really kind of helps keep the community the running community together and it's it's really nice yeah well it's really my pleasure i've had like awesome conversations i really like enjoy hanging out with you guys and i i would love to do it in person i don't know when that's gonna be um it's been like a yearly thing that you come to new york (laughs) and i see you for brunch and and boston we saw each other so i really hope that i know be able to do something but we but we shall see. And maybe so, in London um, or Berlin one day too. So, oh, absolutely. Amazing. Like we'll do, we'll we'll do that. But all right, Emily. Thanks. Oh, for thanks for having me, Laura. Me. It was so nice chatting with you. Yeah, no problem. All you right, too. have a good Bye. day. Well, there you have it. Um, that was my conversation with Emily. Thanks, Emily, for getting on the phone with me, for being a source of inspiration and joy and light to all of us. Um, I hope you all are staying safe and happy running, guys.